Hello, everybody, and this is a new podcast with a water with your words, Jersomagi, Martin Riese, and obviously Michael Masha, your co host as well. Today, we almost have a German version here of our podcast again because we have Patrick from Fine Liquids with us out of Germany. So, what we will do, we will start obviously in English for all our international listeners, and then we will switch at one point to German, and hopefully. Uh, you will get it at one point that we actually switch to German because Michael and myself always love to switch back to English. So we'll see how we how will this will work out. But I think we can do this. Michael, how are you? Hello, how are you? I'm I'm fine. You during this podcast, you might hear a thunderstorm because we have a thunderstorm coming. So don't worry if you hear, feel some lightning and some uh, thunderstorms. It's but we should be fine. Hey, let's face it. We love rain. We love water, so I think this is the best thing what a water swimmer can, can get, a beautiful thunderstorm. I would love to have a thunderstorm in Los Angeles sometimes. We barely have thunderstorms. It's quite, for me, fascinating that in Los Angeles, uh, we have a lot of water. Obviously, Pacific Ocean is right next to us, but we barely have thunderstorms. And I think it has something to do maybe with the, with the deserts, like all the heat always moves over here to Los Angeles and we not really have like crazy weathers. We have June gloom, what it's called right now for people who don't know what that is. That means pretty much till around 12 PM every day. We have like, it's, it almost looks like fog outside. All is gray and gray. You barely can see the other houses. And then around 12 o'clock, uh, the sun starts to get like really strong and burns off all the moisture in the air. And then we have a beautiful sunny day. And then around six, seven o'clock, it starts to get foggy again. And you can literally see it because I'm living on the fifth floor here at Running Canyon in the Hollywood Hills. And you see how the weather is changing then and all this moisture comes from the Pacific Ocean. It looks quite fascinating, but a lot of tourists don't remember that. And they're thinking, oh, Los Angeles is so nice and warm. So they are always running down the street during, during the day with just shorts and a t-shirt. And they don't realize that in the evening, it can get pretty cold. How is this in Texas? Are it getting cold over there as well, or it's always warm? No, it hardly gets cold. You know, we have a couple of cold days in the winter, but other than that, it's think of Southern Florida, Key West or something like that. That's the weather here. And we like it. I think it's, it's perfect. How is the weather in Germany? Yeah, it's um, it's summer. Summer had come to us, and that's very good because we had very, very much rain in the past few weeks. Too much rain. Uh, I, some people might say this was very good, but I'm, uh, <laughs> I am. I think it's better to have um, very much sun. I love the sun and. Um, <laughs> Um, being outside and having the time with the kids. And so I, I'm very happy about um, having the sun back into <laughs> Germany, yes. And I think you're absolutely right, Patrick. And first of all, uh, welcome to the show, because Michael literally just did like, so how's the weather in Germany? And bam, Patrick was there. And we not even introduced you so far. So Patrick is the owner of Fine Liquids, a premium water store in Germany. And we're very excited to have you, Patrick. So welcome to the show. Welcome to A Water With, because this time we're going back to Germany. Uh, where are you located, Patrick? 
Yes, uh, thank you for introducing me. Um, we are located in southern Germany um, between Karlsruhe and Heidelberg, between Heilbronn and Mannheim. So we are in the metropole region Rhein-Neckar. Mm -hmm. So this is Baden-Württemberg. What a lot of people don't know, uh, Heidelberg is very, very famous in the hotel business because there's the number one school for hotel business. So I have a lot of people who lived in Heidelberg because they all lived there because they went to school in the Heidelberg Hotel School. So it's a very, very famous area and there are a lot of amazing chefs and a lot of restaurant people who live in Heidelberg because they're going there to the school. So are you, are you born and raised over there, Patrick? Yes, this is my country. This is my homeland. This is where, um, where all my family members are. And um, I really like to live here. This is a, a very, very special country. As I um, were 10 years, 15 years old, I didn't even recognize how beautiful this landscape all over here is. But now... Um, I really love to be here. This is a real good place to live. Fantastic. And it is, it is a special country. And Martin and I always talk about Europe and especially Germany, how advanced um, Germans are in selecting waters. They know which water they want. They know which water they don't want. So everyone operates there at a, at a much higher level as in the, in the US, for example, and many other countries around the world. So. I think it's also important to notice that uh, Patrick is a portfolio distributor and that means he has many different waters. He's not distributing one water, two water. And so how many waters are you distributing and how did you get into the water business, if it's a business at all? Uh, sure, it is a business at all and it is a very, very good business. Um, I love to be in that business uh, last week i saw ashley at your um podcast and i were <laughs> i were fascinated of her passion and I, I am not that lucky guy but i am passionate too and i think that's the key to fine waters um we we have maybe around uh, 35 brands all in all it's uh, always depending on the demand because we have waters that we really like for ourselves and that's the main reason why we did that because we wanted to get that waters into business um, to our table um, and then we have waters um, that uh, customers wants to get and so we are doing everything to get that water to their table, uh, to their event, to their hotel, to their bars. Um, so the, the, we have 35 brands at the moment. Um, I think it's pretty enough. Um, so we are looking forward that we are uh, having in the future uh, not that much brands, but the brands that are really that much fascinating that I um, can sell them in a passionate, passionate uh, kind. I don't know if you understand what I want to say. Um, but th that's the way. We started uh, two years ago with, I think, 10 brands. And we um, 
we came into that business because of um, Mr. Lehmann from uh, Wein Lehmann, uh, located in Mainz. He um, was the water dealer from 1987. He was the first guy that um, that uh, made that business in Germany, and other came, other uh, other left the business, and he uh, he was still doing that job. And it was on my birthday three years ago, um, in the middle of the, of July. He called me <laughs> and he said, "Herr Eckert, ich verkaufe Ihnen kein Wasser mehr. Ich bin zu alt." He said. I'm too old. I'm, um, you, you have to, you have to look where you can get your waters in the future. And this was a shock for me. And so I said, can I, can I make it? Can I, can I buy your company? And that's it. So I, I, I drove to Mainz and we spoke and, um, all in all, it was a good deal. And, um, he told me some stuff. He showed me some, some, some things, but, um, it was uh, it, it was a real good time working with him, and um, but it was a short time. And now I'm doing this with my family members, and that's it. That's it. It's so funny that you're saying Wein Lehmann, um, because yes, he was my water dealer too. When <laughs> I was in Berlin and I created my first water menu in 2005 till 2011, I purchased from him several waters. So it's hilarious. And I love that you're using the word dealer again, because Michael <laughs> said this already like in one of the other episodes that we are obviously drug dealers. Huh? I think we are all on the same page now, even international wise. I'm already seeing like we're getting flagged one day or something like that because we're using the word drug dealer all the time. Um, it's so funny that you use that same word, but somehow, and I, and I thought so many times about this word now, what Michael almost like created now, the drug dealer of water. But he is so right because we're selling something to people or giving something to people what they thought they might be not missing and then getting hooked to something, what, they are, what they're saying, oh my God, it's so good for me. Obviously drugs are not good. So I don't want to say like that, that people <laughs> or that kids reading this here now or listen to this and say like, oh God, my God, the famous water sommelier Marjorie said drugs are great. Absolutely not. I never used drugs actually in my life. I never even smoked in my life. A lot of people don't believe that because they think like, come on, Martin, in your energy, what you have all the time, you should be on speed all the time. Whatever. I don't take any drugs. This is my drug here. And this is for me actually the drug because the more water I'm drinking, the more fascinating I'm getting and the more power actually I have. It's incredible how that works. But for me, it's very interesting, Patrick, and because you said Wein Lehmann and you're in Mainz in that region over there, um, there are so many different mineral waters in Germany. There are over 500 different mineral water brands in Germany. But think about this, guys. Like here in America, we maybe have, I would guess, Michael, how many do we have? 20, 30, 40 maybe mineral water brands on the market. In Germany, Germany or like the state of California is two and a half sizes bigger than Germany. So think about the size of Germany, how small we actually are compared to the United States. And then how many real waters, in my opinion, like mineral waters, spring waters, we actually have. So when you started that business now, when you took over by Lehmann, you rebranded it 
to fine liquids because I remember I saw the invoices from Wein Lehmann and not from fine liquids. How are people reacting because they have so many choices in Germany and now you're coming over there and saying like, by the way, I have even more choices for you. So what is the reaction of people in Germany? I think it's necessary to understand that um, the Germans are, um, in that case, a bit, um, how, how, do, how can we say that? Scheuklappen. Conservative. Uh, yes, conservative. Conservative. And um, my way to fine waters just was, I drank, on, 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 on even a day, I drank water that tastes, tasted bad. And I thought to myself, I, want, I, I, I don't want to drink that water again. So I noticed um, the name of the brand so that I don't drink it again. But then I thought I have to look for a water that is better. And so I went on a journey. And inside that journey, the most of the German waters were... Um, <laughs> excuse me, but they were a bit of boring for me. For me, just for me. So I found Wein Lehmann and he opened the door for a bigger experience. And I was fascinated when I made that experience. And um, it's the same to our customers. Most of our customers are bored by um, the, the kind of marketing and the kind of bottling, the kind of packaging and the kind of behavior. Most of the German brands are um, always looking for good health, uh, stuff like... Um, 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 they are, I don't know how I can say it, but they are conservative at all. And the, the customers that are coming to our shop are in the same mood like me. They want to uh, make an experience with, uh, with waters that are outstanding. And so, um, Fine Liquids and my person, I am a, I, I think you made the same experience when you were in Germany. I am a bit of a rebel. When I talk to the brands, to the big brands in Germany, they always uh, are a, a little bit, um, uh, they don't know what they uh, can do with me because we are outside every working infrastructure. But now at the moment, we have uh, gastronomy, hotelry, they, um, they recognize that uh, the waters coming from uh, France are um, out of order. Barois doesn't sell anymore. Perrier doesn't sell anymore. And so they, they look around and they say, oh, I need a good water, I need a good water. And inside the German infrastructure, um, the water brands um, are saying, hey, you can take mine. But these guys say, oh, no, 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 not this one. It's a bit boring, you know. We need a better one. And so they are looking into Google and who do they find? They find us. When they are Googling for the, the outstanding brands, they are finding us and they find another experience. And this is uh, sometimes really funny for all people that are inside these stories. So it, I think from what I hear, I think you really enjoy being a rebel here and you know changing things in the in the, in Germany here. So that's that's really interesting. So yeah, 
being a rebel, do you also see that you're changing a little bit the the relationship between the portfolio distributors like you and the brands, you know, this kind of working together, what, what's your, what's your feeling about how much you have contributed to moving this relationship forward? I think this is, I think this is a process, Michael, we are still walking in that. And, um, when we started, um, our first goal was to keep the brands in Germany and um, bring more brands to Germany. And um, the relationship and the process is going on and going on and going on. We have several brands, German brands, they are looking at us and they want to work with us. And all um, that participate in that system are looking for a good way to manage this fine water thing because we have this big deposit problem yes um, every water has to be inside the deposit system and it has to be in the recycling system and when now uh, a restaurant is is here and he and this restaurant wants a water outside this deposit system everything is collapsing so we are all looking for good ways how we can manage that. And um, I think this is growing. I don't know how fast it is growing, but for me, um, it is growing in the right um, time. Not too fast and not too slow. Um, they are looking at us and they are working with us. What do you want more? This is good. This is a good basic. For people who might be don't know the whole recycling system in Germany, because for especially our American listeners, um, the recycling system is completely different in Germany than over here in the United States. So here in the United States, for example, here in California, when you're going to the grocery store, you're buying your bottle, whatever brand it is, uh, you're paying a five cent pretty much CRVs or recycling fee. These five cents you will get back when you're bringing this bottle back into the recycling facility. In Germany, totally different concept already, because first of all, every bottle, 25 cents recycling fee, 25 cents. Think about this. So five times more than five cents here in California, 25 cents in Germany, because the incentive is harder than, because when you're thinking about oh my God, I'm collecting or recycling four bottles, that would be a dollar already. Trust me, everybody would start to recycle. Then in Germany, they make it very easy actually to do the recycling because every store who sells water or whatever bottled beverages, pretty much sodas, cans, everything is recycled, has to take these bottles back. So what they're doing in their grocery stores when you walk into a grocery store, you will mostly on the left or right side, mostly in the beginning of the stores, huge machines, very modern machines. I have a video on my Instagram account. I actually will find it. I will put it back into this picture, into the podcast for the people who are like listening to us just over the podcast facilities. Go on YouTube, watch the video, what we are right now doing, because I will pull this video in right now as we speak. There's big machines. You're putting this bottle in. You're getting kind of like a little like receipt, 25 cents or how many bottles you're putting in. And then you're going into the store, you can buy your stuff or you can actually just take that little sheet and give it to the cashier and you will get your money back. 
It's super simple. Here in California, sometimes I feel they don't want that you're recycling. That's the reason we're all talking about, oh my God, so many plastic bottles in the landfills. It's so bad for the environment. Just recycle, guys. Huh? Then we don't have to worry about this, all this craziness of so many bottles in the environment. We need to recycle. That is the most important thing because let's face it, Tetra Pak, what everybody thinks like, oh my God, this is so great. Now box, box water is amazing because now I'm going to buy that. It's very, very hard to recycle actually these kind of boxes because the recycling facilities are not equipped for that. The plastic bottle, and that sounds crazy, the plastic bottle is actually the best container right now here in America for bottled beverages because you can actually 100% recycle these. But the problem is that nobody wants to do it because it's inconvenience. So I'm a big advocate of recycling, 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 recycling. And in Germany, that works. The downside to that, what Patrick just said is, so when you bring in international brands, where they're not set up in that recycling system like German brands are, because it's required by law, then it's very hard for the restaurant person to somehow apply to the recycling facilities. So that is a problem, obviously, with international brands when they don't really have the recycling idea in mind. It's important that we're doing recycling. That is the key for everybody on this planet because then we won't have so many plastic bottles in landfills. Um, but Patrick, you said earlier in the first question what we asked, it was about the unexcitement of German brands. <clears throat> and that cannot be just from the taste perspective because by over 500 different brands, they have so many interesting and so much variety, I think, in different taste profiles. So what is boring about the German brands? And I don't want to say all of them, obviously, because there are some brands, I think, who's doing a great job as well. We all know Nevas, um, who is doing an incredible job, I think, on the German market, but it's kind of like a rebel as well. Um, so what do you think, what are the German brands missing out right now? Why are they not considered fine waters? I don't know. Um, in, in, in that case, I spoke to many brands and I often have the feeling that they don't understand what I mean when I say, hmm, it, it's boring, a bit boring. I don't know. I really don't know. But the thing is, when, when you show the, the, the uh, when you show the bottles that we have in our shop, it's the first thing that everybody recognizes. Um, okay, here is a big difference. We spoke to many brands and um, they showed us their bottles, they showed us their water. And um, we say, okay, you paid a lot of money to make that bottle, but that bottle is not really pretty, you know? And this is, I don't know, this is German people. German people often... Um, are satisfied at a very low point and um, most of the brands we have in our shop aren't satisfied at that low point they want to give more more and more and um, it's just it's just um look at this we have just one brand here what is that bottle come on crazy and now look what this brand is doing. So, and now have a look at this bottle. Oops. <laughs> it's not the same. But they are working on it. 
they are working on it and i think they um understand what we are missing um but but i don't know in in the in the whole thing why the water market is so um what what, what was your word x uh, it's boring for me it is boring and um sometimes i think they are selling enough water and the people outside are um, satisfied with that water too. And so there is no reason to change anything. That might be a problem at all. Um, but we see that the market for fine water is growing in Germany and the other brands are looking at that. So they are, I think, still in a process to um, change things have a look at lifestyle drinks have a look at nevas water um, have a look at radius they are outstanding and i think then more brands are outstanding then more process is going on so that's what i think yeah i i want to come back to the to the boring part for for a second i think there are very few waters that are really boring I think when people talk about this is boring, I think what they sometimes mean is, I don't have a choice. This is all I'm getting. It, it's becoming boring. So very seldom I think of what is boring, they become boring. And the classic example for me is, you know, San Pellegrino and Tana, which are absolutely good waters, but they become so boring because I don't have a choice. So I think in our industry, it's about experiences and even so, we have 500 waters in, in Germany. It might not be the case that you have access to 100 waters in your place. And even if you have access to 30 waters, they all might be fairly similar, high TDS, naturally carbonated, which is very good. But it's about exactly what uh, fine uh, liquid does. It's providing choices for people to have different experiences. And then the water is no longer boring. What do you think? Um, this is um, something that um, customers that came to uh, our place um, or customers that we um, meet at ferries or other events are astounded. They, they see the variety and they are um, fascinated. They, are, they, they say, what is that? This is water. Looks like gin. Looks like vodka. What is that? This is water. <laughs> and I say, yes, this is water. And you should taste it because we have, um, we have sparkling waters you never tasted before. Believe me. And it's, that's right. Um, when you go to a grocery store, to a supermarket in Germany, you can get the regional brands, you can get the big brands, and the people are buying the cheapest water, they are buying the, 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 the big brands, they are buying the water that just stands right here. So that's it. I bought water. Why shouldn't I buy water at the discounter? But they, when, I, when I tell them, you could taste this water, just do it. <laughs> and they do it and they say, oh my God, what, what is that? I, I, I didn't expect that. I didn't expect that water can be this. Yeah. And back to the bottling or, or packaging design. Um, when, when families get big events, yeah, uh, birthdays, um, weddings, they are doing everything to have a 
a good place to have um, perfect decoration. And after all, they are putting a cheap bottle of water onto the table. And this is our goal to tell them, hey, there is something more. And this something more is something special. And um, yes, everybody who understands that knows knows what I mean, what we mean. And um, this is a good thing for us. And this makes me passionate because uh, I see that again and again, that the, the people understand that's it. Germany, we have so many people from other countries in our good old Germany. So, and they, I, I, um, I um, brought Palash back to Germany. So we are, we have so many Polish people. They say, oh my God, he has Perlash here. How cool is that? Let's drink Perlash. And I love that. And this is the same to other brands. So I love what you just said because you're bringing home, like, for example, Perlash with the Polish people. You're bringing their home to Germany. And I yeah. think this is something what, what people are really, uh, like, really having in their minds all the time where the region you're coming from, it's not just like this Heimat. The German word is Heimland. It's kind of like homeland in the American language. There's not really a word in the English language for Heimat, what really concentrates us. And Heimat means it's not just the little village where I'm coming from or the city. It's the people surrounding it, the weather, the climate, and yes, the water I'm drinking from that region. That is what really concentrates and forms me as a child. And then pronounces back to me for like, oh my God, yeah, Aventov, where I'm coming from, up north, this is Heimat for me. Home is for me Los Angeles. Home is not Aventov for me anymore. And home is not Germany for me anymore. I love to be in Germany. I think it's an incredible, beautiful country. But I feel that my life now is in America. And um, when we're going back to, to the whole idea of why water can be boring, And what you just, as an example, explained as, as like you, you have a family reunion or something like that, you're planning everything in detail and then you're just putting some non-branded water even, wherever it's coming from, you're just putting it on the table. Because a lot of people still think, ah, it's just water. And that is what we're going to change. And this is where we already are and changing it. And that is the whole idea about portfolio, what Michael said. When I would serve every day now Vichy Catalan in a restaurant, everybody would get used to it. And everybody would say at one point, yeah, it's water. No? It's like, it's, it's, you're getting used to this. But when you've never been exposed to Vichy Catalan and you see it on a menu and you drink that, you're like, oh my God, what the hell is going on in my mouth? Huh? And that is exactly why a portfolio is so important And why portfolio will be the future of bottled water. It's not about, oh, I'm Gerald Steiner. You just showed us the Gerald Steiner bottle. And I have sparkling, non-sparkling, and medium sparkling. That's my portfolio. Yeah, sorry, but that's not enough anymore these days. There is more to discover. And a lot of water brands maybe don't want to hear it because they think, but I have this amazing brand. And don't get me wrong, I think Gerald Steiner is a great water. But is it enough? And I would drink it every day. No, I think it's boring to drink it every day. I want my excitement. I want my portfolio. I want different ones. And that is the key 
of your business because you're selling a lifestyle. You're not selling water. That is, I think, the big difference. What a lot of people don't still understand in Germany because they're thinking water is hydration. But water can be lifestyle. And that has something to do with, for example, you just showed us the blue bottle. That's an incredible, beautiful bottle. There could be gin in there. You would not think that this is a water bottle. So you're getting excited. All these bottles I have here behind me, and Michael has them right behind him as well. They are all exciting products, and people thought about it. Hmm, we're selling water, but we want to make it interesting and exciting for people and say, like, look at this bottle. Like, again, we, we're talking about neighbors again. Like, this excitement of, I'm opening a bottle of champagne. It feels like that. And you feel like, wow, there's something more going on than just opening a bottle with a screw cap, pouring it in there and drinking it. It's not about hydration. And I think that's a big difference. What you're selling versus obviously you're going to a discounter in Germany and just buying a plastic bottle of 30 cents water. And this is another topic. I think I would love to talk about pricing with you. Because here in America, bottled water is actually very pricey. So when you go into the grocery store, you barely will find any bottled water under a dollar. In Germany, you can buy a 12-pack for a dollar and 40 cents. Mineral water, guys. We're talking about mineral water, nature's water, not filtered tap water, what a lot of companies trying to sell you for $2 per bottle. That is the biggest scam on planet Earth for me and for Michael. So what's the price point with all your bottles? In which range are we talking about? Okay, before we are talking about the range, I want to say something to the, uh, the point of lifestyle. When I was uh, 12 years old, I had my bottle of Coke in the hand when I was walking around, and that was cool. So, And um, I, I think I didn't drink water until I was 30 years old. It doesn't interest me. So, um, but when, when people are getting older, they have, um, they are, they begin to enjoy things. Maybe they, uh, they go to better restaurants. Maybe they buy higher priced wines. Maybe they, um, discover the world of, um, alcoholica, maybe whiskey or stuff like that, cigars, fine things you know and sometimes i am <laughs> i can't understand why water never dropped into that um, enjoyment because i think this is the easiest way of enjoying life in in form of lifestyle so for me i have several brands that i really love and I like to discover new brands all the time. And for me, that's lifestyle. And this is the thing that we are selling here. So our price level, we are starting with uh, our cheapest water is Coralba. At, um, for, we're just uh, selling um, glass bottles in uh, small cases, bigger cases. But our price level is starting at 1.80 euro. That is our cheapest bottle, I think. And then we have a, a wide range. The most of our bottles are between 180 euro until, I think, 6 euro. Then we have the next range. There are 
not so much brands inside of this range. This is uh, from six up to 12 euro. And then we have the next range, but this is, uh, we, in this range, we have only, I think, Bling and uh, Small Body, where we have to pay um, uh, 60, 70, 80 euro per bottle. And then we have for the collectors, Filico. Um, this is really high priced, but this is a uh, small, very small collector market. And then we have bottles, glass bottles for the collectors from Evian. We are the only shop worldwide that have all that um, limited editions. You can buy them all at Fine Liquids. And these are very, very high priced limited editions because Evian stopped um, the, the selling of these limited editions in Germany because of the deficit system, you know. And it was a high, high, um, it was a hard way to get them back. Um, the actual limited edition with virtual blow is back to Germany with the deposit label. Yeah, you who we did it, but it was very, very hard to get them. And um, Evian is um, proud to see what we did with with her with with the bottles. And they said to me, "Hey, you gave them value. We are we. How did you do this? You gave them value, and this is what we are doing." We see the value of things and we are giving them value. So that's it. That's our price range. Price range with value. Before Michael will say something, I have to say, like when you said uh, you hadn't had any water pretty much after you were turning 30, I almost had a heart attack here. Huh? It's like <laughs> I'm talking in my podcast to somebody who's saying like, by the way, Martin, I'm in the water business, but... Uh, I don't drink water <laughs> until I'm 30. That's quite a statement, but I have to say, I totally understand. Uh, I drink, and I'm still, and I'm, and I'm allowed to say this, my biggest secret is, or I don't want to say my biggest secret, but I love Red Bull. I love the sugar-free Red Bull. I don't like the, 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 the regular Red Bull, but I'm a big advocate of Red Bull. I know it's poison. I know it's not good for my body. I still like it. Huh? So... Um, obviously I'm drinking a lot of water. I'm diluting it do during the day and I'm not drinking like one can after another. I should not drink anything of that, but I totally understand. Like sometimes you just eat to drink a diet Coke, a Coke, a soda pop, uh, a Red Bull or even wine or beer. And I think Michael, I know that you have a little dirty secret as well, huh? No dirty secrets here. The only thing I drink is water. <laughs> but I want to come back to the to the lifestyle, and I think the the lifestyle is really an important aspect of the water because it it means you have choices and you have experiences, and it's also very nice if you know everything you talk about really tries to not sell water but to sell a story, and that that's what you're doing. You sell a story, and the water is the conduit that lets the story travel. So I think that's really interesting, and we see it in your in your brand how find liquids looks like the logo design and everything is really there to, to elevate. And I understand you're in your, in your warehouse and you have, um, you have also a, a means of some very fast delivery for small quantities of water. Can you show us a little bit around in your warehouse? Yes, for sure. We can do that. Uh, we have several, uh, <laughs> 
delivery things. Okay, I, I will show you our warehouse. I tried to do this. Okay, so, um, wait. So, okay. Uh, okay, I like already the car. Now I get it, Michael. Huh? So I'm now, this is obviously people who don't, who don't follow me on Instagram don't maybe know my second passion. I'm into water and cars, and especially Porsche. I'm a German guy. It's just in our, I don't know what it is, but we just love German Porsches. It is what it is. I love German Porsches. I have two. A beautiful, a beautiful car what you have over there in red. Oh my God, it's beautiful. Getting very excited right now. Yeah, we have not that much of that here in Germany. Um, yes, some things you need to have fun in your life because if you, when you are always working, this is not good for your soul. You need always time and um, places for passion and for fun. That's it. Okay, this is our warehouse. What you see behind me is um, a mobile place. This is, uh, we, we made that, my, my business partner and me, we made that in the back. Uh, we can put that to every place where you want to go outside Corona. Um, this place where we, here, where we are here now is not just only um, our warehouse. Yeah. It's just, um, it's just a, a place to, to have good time. We, we, are, we have tastings here. We have um, parties here. We have live bands here. Look at this. Up, up, above there, you can have a live band. And behind here, when we make place or room, or how do I say that? When we Platz machen, then have we here Platz. This is sehr schön. This is pretty nice. So, and behind, behind me now, this is, this is actually... Kana, Royal Water, what you see here. And um, this is very, very new in our shop. We spoke to Nico Huber. This is for Switzerland. Kampinski, yes. So and now this is the deep of our... Uh, of our... Um, this is the water that we are selling in the online shop. We have two kind of warehouse. Two kind of warehouse. This here is the this in the bag is the stock of collector wear. This is best before end wear, and sometimes we we sell that to people that just want to have these waters um, in their um, Schrank in their vitrine, you know. And um, then we have here we have all the waters we are selling in the online shop, and then we have another place where we have our pallet. With uh, with a with a higher uh, with a higher um, quantities, but this is coming in, getting out. This is not at that not at that place. So and now we are going to our showroom. This is a room. This is this room is always um, in the process. In the process. Um, here we are having our meeting, so I have bottles for the background for me too, just like you. It's a bit, bit. 
too much light here. So, and here in that room, we have our meetings. So, with, <laughs> um, yes. So I, I think you can see what I mean. This is a very special place. So now, yes, that's it. A very special place. Um, yeah, what can I say? Um, I am a collector of fine water bottles too. And um, it, was a, um, it was a very, very difficult um, job to bring Filico to this place. But it was a very, very bad job to bring your water, Michael, to Germany. I tried to get, I tried to get Beverly Hills to Germany um, <laughs> several years ago uh, with Mr. Lehmann, but it wasn't, it wasn't possible. We didn't get it. So this was very, very poor. Okay, so when you ever bring that water back, I think we should get it here for Germany in small quantities. Yes, that's it. So this was our warehouse, a small walk through our warehouse. And here we are back. So, so you just said about something about Beverly Hills 9H show. So currently um, we're selling in Dubai, very successful what I heard. So they're starting to produce again and I'll definitely make sure you will get some bottles for your personal collection right now. Huh? So <laughs> because the water needs to be approved in the, each country where they're selling. So we're not approved right now in Germany, but for sure I have some connections that I can somehow organize you a bottle. I know Michael has one. I have one up there. Let's see, I can even move this a little bit around. And up there you see a Swarovski crystal bottle of Beverly Hills 9H2O. Oh, it's, it's was darkening out here, let's see. Now I have to walk here as well. Here we go. Uh, the Swarovski crystal edition. I don't have the $100,000 version right now with me because then I would have security in front of my door all the time. So we will leave that bottle in Beverly Hills by the vendors where they belong and let Diplo and 2 Chain strengthen that. Um, I think, Michael, we should, we should definitely go over to Patrick one day, huh? Because I really love your lounge. So now I feel bad. I have a bottle of uh, Beverly Hills H2, but mine doesn't have any crystals on it. Now, now I feel bad. Thanks for showing it to me. Thank you. So I'm, I was fascinated. You know, I've seen his um, Instagram posts and the lounge and the warehouse. I think it's such a cool idea to make the warehouse into a space, not only where you store the water, but where people go, can have fun. You park your car there. You have a live band. You can probably entertain you if your friends over and you can have a party. I think it's, it really shows, it, it really shows the, what Patrick is trying to do with fine liquids is moving water away from just being water into moving water into the center of experiences and a lifestyle and the warehouse. It's almost like the Playboy Club for water is here. <laughs> but Michael, what you just rightly said, Think about the wine industry. When you're traveling the Weinstraße in Germany, and there are so many amazing winemakers, they all have their tasting rooms. Here, Napa Valley, Sonoma County, um, Paso Robles, they all have their incredible tasting rooms. I never really saw a tasting room in a water company. It's so strange. 
And this is, you're absolutely right, Michael. Somehow the wine people realized it very early in the beginning, why not showcasing the magic to our consumers? And somehow it, it still has been completely lost in the water industry. I don't want to say like nobody has it. For sure, some water companies will have it in a smaller version. Uh, but not really that you're saying like there is a tasting room you can talk with a water sommelier about the product. And this is what we are always saying as well. It's fascinating. There are so many master sommeliers around the world right now. And pretty much all like big wine companies hiring master sommeliers or sommeliers for their for consulting gigs. But when it comes to water companies, they're still in, in, in a very interesting, almost like infant way that they think, oh, no, we don't need this. Because it's all about, it's just water we're selling. And this is like literally a problem, even for water companies, that still a lot of water companies thinking they're actually selling a boring product. It's very it's, it's strange. True. It, it, it's, it's very true. But what we see, you know, Martin and... Uh, we're doing the Fine Water Academy. But what we see is that a lot of the smaller companies, the more modern, the more contemporary companies, becoming water sommeliers and have water sommeliers. We see also distribution companies. And Patrick is enrolled in our water sommelier course. So very soon he will have this, you know, wine or water cellar kind of concept warehouse. And he's a water sommelier. So he has this whole thing together. But I think the big companies, they're relying too much on... With big companies, I don't see the passion. I see spreadsheets. You know, I talk to some of the big companies and their passion is the spreadsheet, the profit margins. That's what they're interested in. And when you talk to Patrick and the smaller companies we talk to, you understand their passion is really about the product and the water. And I think that's the difference. So hopefully sooner or later they will wake up and also, you know, I find it fascinating. And you talked about this many times. There are no water sommeliers in some of the biggest water companies in the world. Yeah, it's completely strange. And I think that's a good topic now to switch into German. So everybody who listens here in English, thank you so much for listening in. When uh, This is now for free um, that you're learning some German with us as well. So we're not just water sommeliers, Michael and myself. No, nope. we can even uh, talk in German. And here we go. Plötzlich sind wir alle auf Deutsch. <laughs> 